worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Star Wars 7x7 episode 1881 today. I'm wrapping up the D23 coverage with some last looks at bits of information about the Rise of Skywalker that were shared in other areas of the D23 Expo that we haven't yet discussed. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voilod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So here is the scoop. Three different things about the rise of Skywalker, or three different elements of D23's expo that was held last weekend that we haven't touched on in the show so far and that deal with the rise of Skywalker. So let's cover those and wrap up the D23 expo coverage today. First, we're gonna talk about the Stormtrooper costume exhibition that made it to the D23 Expo. It's the same exhibition that was at San Diego Comic-Con, but with one extra element. At D23, they revealed the Jet Trooper costume, the First Order's Jet Trooper, that appears in the Rise of Skywalker teaser, the first one that we saw at the Star Wars Celebration Chicago Rise of Skywalker panel when they finally revealed that teaser for the first time. So the scene where you see a tread speeder driving on the ground and then you see what looks like a couple of white-figured stormtroopers flying through a cloud of dust as they're chasing what appears to be Poe and Finn and 3PO in that skiff speeder. Well, those are the jet troopers and you can actually get a look at them on the Star Wars website. Or if you happen to be catching the <laughs> audio version of the podcast, you can just head over to SW7x7.com and you'll see the image of the jet trooper in the title card for today's episode. Now, moving on, on Saturday, of course, the Rise of Skywalker footage was shown as part of the Disney Movies Slate panel, but there was some additional footage shown on Friday at the D23 Expo. It was very brief, something like eight, nine, 10 seconds long, and it's very difficult to find if you're looking for it online, but I did actually manage to find someone who had posted a video of that particular section of the reel that they showed where they had the Rise of Skywalker footage. So basically, this is what was in it, all right? It's a mix of stuff that you saw in the April teaser as well as a couple of new shots. It starts out with the scene in the forest where Kylo Ren takes out somebody with his lightsaber, and then it cuts to a quick view of a Corellian Corvette like the Tanny before, like Princess Leia's Corvette from the original Star Wars in flight, like just sort of moving barely inside a base, and then it cuts to Poe Dameron walking along inside what appears to be said base and kind of turning around to look over his shoulder at someone or something or just kind of scoping out what the scene is in the area. And then it's a shot of Rey that we see at the very beginning of the teaser for The Rise of Skywalker, the April teaser, where she's standing in the desert looking out into the distance. Then it cuts to Finn in what looks like a control center again because of the way the video was shot. 
I'm, you know, not looking a gift horse in the mouth per se, but yeah, it's a little hard to tell from the video that I saw, but it looks like he's in the control center and there is a voiceover from Ray that set where she says it's too dangerous and then it cuts to Ray and Finn having a conversation in what looks like a forested background and she tells him that she has to go alone on whatever mission it is or whatever task she has to do where she has to go alone. And that in itself is a bit of a curious thing because they're all on a mission together and in various interviews they've all talked about the fact that the whole main cast, the main hero group, reunites and goes on a mission together and that seems to be one of the big cruxes of the movie. And considering the fact that it's taking place, or at least the scene looks like it's taking place in a forested area where in the D23 footage that we later saw she is working with a training remote in a forested area, yeah, it makes you wonder where this takes place within the realm of the movie itself. Maybe she's going to some place where she's going to have this uh, dark side experience that we saw in the D23 footage from Saturday. Then we have a shot of Kylo Ren with his helmet off in a somewhat austere looking room, so probably a first order facility or room of some kind, and he's looking down at the Darth Vader helmet, the melted Darth Vader helmet. It is making a return in here. And then we cut to another scene that we've seen already. That's our heroes looking out across the ocean at the wreckage of a Death Star. And then finally, a shot of the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon with Rey and Chewie in the pilot and co-pilot seats and Poe Dameron walking into the cockpit. And that's what we got. So that is a summary of that brief snippet of footage that was shown on Friday at the D23 Expo. Now, going back to that Saturday D23 footage, Pamela Johnson, who is a patron of the show, pointed out to me that the Star Destroyers in that shot where you see them all lined up, since they're older, you know, maybe they could be decommissioned. And when I looked back at the footage, it occurred to me that none of them were lit up. None of them were active. So it's like, they're all just parked in rows waiting to be used. And Pam suggested that maybe it was possible these are gonna be hijacked by the resistance to use against the First Order. I think that's a really awesome idea, actually. Now, considering the fact that the resistance is severely depleted, this would be a ready-made solution for them to be able to take on the First Order, though I don't know if they even have the personnel <laughs> to manage a fleet like that, to be able to take a fleet like that over and bring it into battle, but, I'm sure there's a possibility that they could find a way. And there is something about The Rise of Skywalker that was very subtly revealed at the D23 Expo that might also factor into this as a possibility. And I'm gonna explain that after the break. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Constant Contact, the premier email marketing solution for small businesses and organizations. I've used their service since 2003, and over the past decade and a half, I've watched them evolve, make the product simpler, more powerful, easy to use, and do everything that they can to help train people to use the product more effectively and for it to work with other forms of marketing like social media, for example. So. Check out sw7x7.com email to learn more about Constant Contact and start a free trial. Once again, that is sw7x7.com email for a free trial. Welcome back. So 
If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you've heard me kind of poo-poo the notion that The Rise of Skywalker could take place one year after the events of The Last Jedi because of the fact that it hasn't really been attributed to anyone in a rock-solid way and because of the notion that how is it going to be possible for the Resistance to muster up enough of a force to counteract the First Order's military might in that short of time to be able to win the battle against the First Order because I can't imagine a world where the Rise of Skywalker ends without the First Order having been defeated. So, during the Disney panel on Friday at the D23 Expo, when they put up a graphic of all the Star Wars stories divided out into the Age of Republic, the Age of Rebellion, and the Age of Resistance, and showed where the, the new Kenobi story is going to take place in the Cassian Ando series and the Mandalorian, well, they also have on that timeline where the Rise of Skywalker takes place, and everything is ticked out on a year-by-year-by-year-by-year by year by year by year basis, and wouldn't you know it, the Rise of Skywalker on that timeline is ticked out one year after The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. So that, for me, kind of seals the deal. I give up. It is a year. I think it's going to be a year after The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi in-universe. I think that's pretty much set. And so the way that the Resistance would be able to take on the First Order fleet and actually be able to do something about it in the space of a year's time would be able to... F would be related to finding a ready-made fleet that they could use already. I'm sure the Mon Cala, whom they are going to reach out for recruitment purposes, won't be able to field a fleet that could counteract the First Order that quickly. I mean, it's just, you know, one planet, one species. But having something like this, well, that could be another thing entirely. <laughs> and so that would explain how it could be only a year after the events of the first two movies and for the Resistance to have a possibility at all of taking down the First Order once and for all. And so there you go. That is the complete wrap-up on the D23 Expo and all the Rise of Skywalker reveals. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the show. As always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademarks and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.